Welcome to Better Beware. Here's your consumer watchdog from WFHB Community Radio with the latest information and helpful hints designed to keep your head out of the clouds, your feet on the ground, and your money in your pocket. Contact tracing is a thing now, and it's probably coming your way sooner or later. When someone tests positive for the COVID-19 virus, health officials around the country are starting to try and find out who that person might have encountered in person and thus might have infected and warn those people to get tested. This kind of thing isn't new. It's been done for years for other diseases, including tuberculosis, measles, mumps, HIV, and foodborne illnesses like salmonella. But it's especially important for the coronavirus pandemic because infected people may not know it, may not have any symptoms, and could spread the virus to others without realizing the danger. Here in Indiana, contact tracing efforts have been getting off to a slow and rocky start, with county health authorities trying their best to work on it, and, since last May, the Indiana State Department of Health attempting to set up a coordinated statewide effort. So far, they've been unable to talk with 20% of infected Hoosiers and are still trying to find enough people and refine procedures and data-collecting methods to make it all work. But if the legitimate health officials are slow getting going, the scammers are not. Contact tracing offers some juicy opportunities for bamboozling people because they push the fear button so easily. If a real contact tracer gets your name and gets in touch, it will be a phone call or an email, and it might be a text message saying someone will call you. If it's a fake contact tracer, you'll probably get an email or text with a link to click. Don't click any links. Real contact tracers don't send them. Only fake ones do. And if you fall for it, you might get spyware or even ransomware installed on your phone or computer. But scam contact tracers have been known to use the phone, too. Here's where you can spot the difference in the information they give and want. Legit contact tracers will identify who they're working for, what county, what state, whatever. If they don't, ask, and if they won't, hang up. Legit contact tracers need to verify your identity. They'll do that with your name, your address, and possibly your date of birth. They may ask you where you work and how you would like to be contacted in future. They will want to know if you can give them the names of others who you have seen in person since the possible infection occurred. The scammers want much more information. Anyone asking for your social security number, your credit card number, your bank account number, or your immigration status is a crook. And anyone who even mentions money is a fraud. And once again, don't ever click on a link. The real people will never send you one. Help health authorities, but beware of the bogus ones. I'm Richard Fish for WFHB News and Public Affairs. Better Beware comes to you from WFHB Bloomington, Indiana. Find all our episodes at wfhb.org. If you can help put the kibosh on a con, email beware at wfhb.org. Remember... Swindlers never give a sucker an even break.